The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Hello, radio and podcast listeners. I am Jay Garvins, your radio friend, and I appreciate this time, this hour, this place that we have together in the annuals of radio history. And if you're hearing my voice for the very first time, I am Jay, and I'm your friend. I sit here on a Saturday in the studios of KRDO Radio, but also you may be hearing me on Sunday or a podcast, and all the same, I want to say hello, my name's Jay, and I'm your friend. You've tuned in to the Home and Mortgage Talk Show, but we're so much more than that. This is my favorite hour of the week. You are my favorite group of people, of course, minus my family and my Lord, but you are right up there, somebody I would serve because I appreciate you. I love sharing ideas and conversating, and this isn't for large groups. This is for you. You can call me directly at 719-330-1457. You can go to jgarvins.com, and that's Garvins with an E, G-A-R-V as in Victor, E-N-S.com. Put your information in the slots there and say, Jay, I'd like to say this. Have a comment about the radio show. You also can email me at jay at jgarvins.com, all spelled out. But more importantly, I would love to meet you face-to-face. I do classes. I do one-on-one. I give any radio listener a complimentary 30-minute consult on anything from budgeting to mortgage to retirement to property purchase to investment property plans, anything financial, mortgage, real estate related. I am a licensed loan originator. I am a property owner and investment property investor. Been doing radio for 10 years, mortgage for 22 years, and investment for approximately 16. But my wife and I have a portfolio, what I call our president Trump, the 45th, would call a beautiful portfolio of nine homes and seven that are income generating and no mortgages on any of the investment properties. That's our biggest accomplishment as a team, my wife and I. And you can do the same. We're no different. Uh, This is the best time, as I have here in my show notes. Over the last five years, since 2018, the real estate market nationally and specifically in the Pikes Peak region has never been better right now since 2018. And in some cases, I believe it's better because houses are affordable, they are available, and without the inflation, without the Fed Reserve, J-pow-pow-pow, increasing the benchmark rates at record levels and that going into the prime rate and to the long-term mortgage-backed securities, mortgage interest rates. They're not at all-time highs anymore. They went up into the mid to high sevens for a little bit. They've balanced down now, like I told you that they would, in the mid sixes for primary residents 
But today, with drumroll Matt McKinley, today's conversation for you and I is titled Post-Election Economic Forecast. So this is going to include the economic update. Bill McAfee, my friend, my partner, founder of Empire Title, is traveling in St. Croix. We talked this morning before I came into the studio. He's going to have an extended end-of-the-year edition with me in December. But here we go. I want to talk first about the national, state, county, and regional results of the economic environment as it's affected by the political environment surrounding that. And this is not a political show. I think many of you know me personally. I'm a very political person, but I've been recovering political-aholic for two full years now. 2020, I decided to bow out for many reasons, not with my support and my prayer and my vote, but just my conversation of it. I joke with people and tell them that I absolutely adore and revere the late Rush Limbaugh, but I believe I am a little bit right of him. I believe very much to the right on all things religious, on all things constitutional, First Amendment, Second Amendment, and so forth. Also a uh, avid business owner. I don't believe in bailing out the rich. I don't believe in bailing out the government, and so on and so forth. But I think I can sum this up the most without getting too political simply by saying, yet again I realized that Colorado Springs and El Paso County is a red raft floating in a very blue ocean of Colorado. And I also could go on to say, if you just objectively look at the economic status of the most red or Republican cities and red and Republican states, starting with the Texases, the Floridas, the obvious ones, Tennessee, Missouri, Oklahoma, Nebraska, and so on and so forth, you see where the most potential for economic growth is. You see where the least is, the more regulated Colorado gets, the more Family Care Act friendly, landlord unfriendly, so on and so forth. More regulation will just gear business to go elsewhere. I also believe that business and we as humans have a tremendous amount of responsibility to bear on our shoulders. I don't think we should have welfare programs. I think we should have enough nonprofit and church organizations, religious organizations, giving Red Cross-type information and organizations that the government shouldn't have to participate. If every single person in the country pursued and made an effort to adopt a homeless person or an orphan or adopted an unwanted child, we wouldn't need any of the government and things to the left in my mind. But talking just a little bit about this, how did things go the way they did in the election and I'm not going to go too far, but, you know, a lot of people say it was a political civil war where Democrats voted for Democrats and Republicans alike, no matter what, because they want their team to win, whether you support it or not. I don't know how people can support high inflation, open border, all of that. But other people have said it has a deal with early voting habits. Other people have said it's the reaction of the 1-6 Lynch-Trump trial. Some people have said it's the Trump effect. I believe it's money. Democrats have far more money. That's a fact. In key senatorial races, $335 million was spent to $195 million. That's not even close. But that's the only thing I'm going to say. 
I want to talk today about economics. I want to talk today about real estate. But that's the groundwork about doing it in a post-election environment. So don't go anywhere. It's going to be a great conversation with great news, great information. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. I'm going to be back after these important messages. Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. So welcome back, radio listeners. I am Jay, your friend. You can get a hold of me directly at 719-330-1457. I know many of you have questions about what in the world is happening with the economy, the inflation, real estate. Is this a bubble? Are my values going to go up? Are my values going to go away? Am I going to have equity in my house? Are rates 10% or 5%? Any of those questions... You can call, text, or go to my website. If you're driving, you can go to jgarvins.com. If you want to call me directly, it's 719-330-1457. You don't even have to talk to me on the road. You can just dial that number, let it ring, then hang up. I'll see the missed call, and we can connect after I'm out of the studio. But today I'm talking with you personally about post-election economic forecast. And that includes the economic update for October. We have more numbers on houses, on mortgages, and all of that. But going into this election, I personally thought that there was going to be a massive mandate vote against continual unchecked spending, which has resulted directly in inflation. Nobody denies that. I wanted to see if there could be a turn from open borders and do things legally and Logically, rather than along partisan lines, also as judges have made rulings, I believe that we should be in a fair country, but not one where you take money from one class and give it to another. How does an electrician working 60 hours a week going to a trade school get compensated for some bozo, and I'll call him a bozo, that decides to go off to a party university, spend $60,000 on a postgraduate degree to get a major in environmental studies or in underwater basket weaving in foreign countries or whatever it is. I believe unless you are becoming a doctor, a nurse, an engineer, a CPA, possibly an attorney, you should be going to a community college if you can't pay cash. But that's just my opinion. I'm along the same lines as Ramsey Solutions. They have their opinion, I have mine, but, you know, one of the steps in the 12 baby steps is pay your student loans off early or pay cash for school. So I digress. The thing that scares me the most on the economic scale is 
basically 50% of the Americans in this country at this last election. And let me reiterate that El Paso County and Colorado Springs is a very red raft in the blue ocean of Colorado. We would not have any of our state officials, the governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, treasurer. El Paso County would have voted all of them out. I am preaching to the choir. But there was basically nationally a free card or pass that said, Unchecked spending, no problem. Open borders, no problem. That, for me, is an issue because laws that are made in Denver apply to Colorado and affect me. And the same is true in a lot of the other purple and blue states where we've obviously got a migration going on. But Pikes Peak region, as compared economically to Denver, we are growing faster than Denver in population and in business. And I knew that would happen. Last year, Denver physically became less populated, not grown at a slower pace, where Colorado Springs population within the city limits is growing dramatically. Forecast to be larger than Denver by 2055, Denver is now shrinking. And I think many of it is because of the lifestyle. If you try to go down to 16th Street Mall, if you try to go anywhere without getting your automobile stolen, the crime everything, but this affects our jobs. This affects the economy. This affects your retirement when the cost of living does what it does. It affects real estate. And of course, more than anything, it affects mortgage. It affects my career because of the policies that have been enacted at the national level, resulting in inflation, higher benchmark, prime interest rate, and mortgage interest rate amounts. My industry is off mortgage 60%. Real estate is off 40%. Financial planners, insurance, title, all of that. In fact, I have one example here that I'm going to jump to and then I'll come back for a point. Colorado Springs real estate market is not falling apart. And I'm going to go through this by the numbers and have fun with it. But there are approximately average, over a 12-month average, there's about 200 less real estate transactions a month. There is good and bad aspects of this, but all of them affect us. And my point is this, is that when looking at these statistics and you just simply take 200 transactions off the board, that affects all of our lifestyles and the community. And here's an example. If you take the previous 12 months average of real estate transactions, Instead of having approximately 1,400 to 1,500 transactions, we're having 1,150 to 1,300 transactions. With that 200 transactions, just looking at a real estate agent gets paid on both halves of that at approximately 3%, at an approximate loan amount and real estate transaction amount somewhere between $300,000 and $400,000 times that by 6% with the purchase amount being 300000 and calculating that to be about $1,800,000 of commissions paid out to local residents by and large, not all are Zillow and so forth, the majority are local individuals in our community, times 200 over a year, which is 2,400 transactions, that's $43 million alone just in real estate commissions that are not coming into our community. 
That's why California is devastated. Their numbers are in the hundreds of millions and probably billions of dollars in real estate that's not being conducted right now. It's catastrophic in New York and Illinois, all these blue states. Now, we haven't even talked about the loan originators like me and another $18 million a year that doesn't go into those companies and buy majority into our community. And then the appraisers, that's another $1.6 million of appraisals that aren't being done, another $7 million in title. Folks, that's over just in El Paso County, just with real estate. I haven't talked about anything else. That in itself is $65 million less into our community as a result of policies of inflation, spending, borders, everything. So decisions do matter in the economy. But the exciting thing is we are kind of the best of the worst. We are that floating island of optimism, Colorado Springs. Real estate is still up 10 months into the year. We're still up over 10% over last year. That's the top 5% for the entire country. So I say thank you to the county commissioners. I say thank you to the city council, to the mayor, John Southers, and to leaders around our community. It's absolutely crucial. And we have good times, we have bad times. During these times that we adjust, it's a good thing for our markets because we tighten our belts, hopefully just like you and your family. My wife and I live the Ramsey seven baby steps to a T. The biggest secret there is having a cash reserve, and I have that. But I'll tell you, I've went through my entire six-figure cash reserve for my mortgage company, and it's allowed me to keep a majority of my local team together. Not all, but at least 75% of us as a team together. There's many, many mortgage companies and bank branches that have closed. So I appreciate your support. I'm available for you to help you with your next purchase or refinance transaction. If you are over the age of 62 and you find inflation very difficult, I find inflation difficult for my budget. I can't imagine for some people who are on a fixed income. I can help you take a serious look at the reverse mortgage, how that can help you if you've got a whole ton of equity but fixed monthly payments or salary that just aren't paying the bills, call me during the break at 719-330-1457, and I am going to continue my conversation on post-election economic forecast right after this. And if you have interest in investment property ownership, please call me today at 719-330-1457 and sign up for my very last Investment Property 101 class happening on Tuesday, the 6th of December at 6.30 p.m., 330-1457. You call me during the break. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk. Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m. Here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m. and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin. Hey, where's the beat? So you wait for your chance to learn. For the time for 
Marvin Show. I am in the meat of the program. Bottom half of the hour, we have a half an hour left together, my friends. And I want to tell you I'm excited about having this conversation with you today, the economic update, talking about the blessings that we have in our Pikes Peak region is very fun for me. I am saddened. <laughs> I'm crying inside because Bill McAfee's not here. <laughs> but I still have Matt, my radio producer. He's not the same. <laughs> but anywho, I'm looking at the Empire title. Now it's a division of the Stewart Title Company. Market statistics, October of 2022. Now I'm a licensed loan originator. I have my seatbelt on. I am educated to do this. You can call me to help you with your next purchase transaction. It is the absolute best time to purchase. I, in fact, plan to sell a house this fall and 1031 exchange into St. Louis. And it is such an incredible buyer market right now. I'm not going to sell a darn thing. And prices are off almost 25% in Missouri, one of the best states to buy right now. And I am jumping into the market just like I did last year. I bought a house fast in Franklin, Tennessee, before the prices jettisoned so high that everybody in 2021 was asking over price and stuff. And I got one. Thank God that I didn't have to. But active listings still stay very, very stable in El Paso County. We've got between 2,600 and 2,700 homes on the market right now. That is good. That is healthy. We've not had that many on the market since the peak of 2016 and the peak of 2015. We didn't even reach these inventory heights in 2018 when mortgage rates went up to almost 5%. I would love to have 5% rates. But they were as low. In the summer of 2021, last year, we had 1,000 properties available. We're talking like less than 40% of what we have now, like 37%. And it's huge. Rather than someone shopping for a house under 400000 and instead of having 50 houses to choose from in the entire Pikes Peak MLS, multiple listing system, I get it confused with the National Mortgage Licensing System, the NMLS, but the MLS, multiple listing system, now has about 2,700 homes, and over 600 of those homes, rather than 50, are available for under 400000 We have almost 75 single-family homes, not condos, stuff like that, that are under 300000 again. This is a miracle. If you want to get in as an investment property owner without an expensive entry fee for less than $75,000, you can make a great down payment, get a house that is going to be just as much as $600,000, even though it's less than $300,000 right now by 2031, it's a rare opportunity. And by 2024, the fourth quarter, you are going to say sayonara to all of this. As soon as rates settle down, there's going to be a pent-up demand for real estate. And whether you're looking for yourself to buy now, create a residual income later, whether you're buying now, you can retire later. Hey, I was going to put off that retirement to Texas. You can buy there now, even though that retirement plan is not for five years. But the biggest thing is, Buy now and create a legacy later. Like in 2021, I was saying, oh, my word, your children might not be able to afford to buy here. They can live in your house. You can give it to them. But it's not going to be affordable enough for them to buy here. They're going to go off to Springfield, Missouri, or Madison, Wisconsin, or Plano, Texas. You get my point. 
but the average 12-month listings are hanging out at about 1,500, and we haven't been there since prior to the pandemic. And number of sales now is about 1,100, so we're not going through the entire inventory. And we do a seasonal up-and-down wave of 2,000 sales in the summer, 1,000 sales in the winter. Interestingly enough, Florida has the opposite, where they'll have the most sales in the winter and the least amount in the summer when the snowbirds go home. So planning the cycle by when you purchase plus the cycle of inflation, I tell people, no matter who you are, you want to divorce your landlord. Just get out of that relationship. Marry a home forever, but just date your rate. See, in the next 24 to 30 months, rates are going to be considerably lower, and you can change that financing, but if you have to pay $500 more on your mortgage right now, but you're saving $50,000. If you divide 50000 by 500, that's 100 months, almost nine years that you get to leapfrog ahead in equity. And that's very important. And I told you about the absence of these transactions is self-perpetuating because now the agents are making less, less transactions are being done, you can help the local economy and totally change your life as far as your retirement. And inventory is really about the same as it was between 2016 and 2018. And that's why I tell you this is an opportunity that's bigger than any in the last five years because it's a supply and demand conversation. I've said this for 10 years on the show. If you want to go buy a car and you go onto a car lot and there's 20 cars there and there's only 10 of you that walk onto the lot, you're all going to get a car, you're going to get a great deal, you're going to be happy, the auto dealer's going to have poo-poo face, like I don't have any more people to sell cars to, you're happy, they have to build a new strategy. The exact situation is happening in real estate because the alternative happened in 2021. When there was 20 of you walking onto a used car lot in this analogy, there was only 10 and sometimes only five cars. They got 130% of the value on selling every car with no comments or feedback from you, and half or three-quarters of you went off the lot crying because you don't have a car. Now, that physically happened during the pandemic as well, and not an analogy but reality, that you couldn't buy a dang car. Well, now there's plenty of houses. There's not even plenty of cars left. That will come as a slinky lead and lag later. But there's more than enough homes, and by 2025, they're all going to be gone again. I guarantee it. It's a supply and demand thing. We've still got over 45 million millennials that are yet to come into the buying market. Largest generation at 87 million. The oldest are 40. The youngest are only 20 years old, and they're not ready to buy. But in the next 10 years, they will be. And we have so many things in real estate that have been affected by one simple thing, interest rates, because America lives on debt. Now, I've worked over 35 years on earning income, and the last house my wife and I bought was for cash, but a 30-year-old ain't going to do that. You sh hopefully should be able to do that by the time you're 50. If you can't, call me at 719-330-1457. I will lay out a plan for you to do that, if you don't have $10,000 a month of residual income that comes in, whether you sleep or whether you play tennis or whether you go to a movie, you also should call me, 719-330-1457. There are seven 
forms of income that exist? To me, rental income, which is residual, is the last remaining way for us as the middle class to build financial freedom. Unless you're going to go start an Apple 2.0 and change your name to Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs 2.0, I'm going to start a company. That's tough. I started a mortgage company. It's tough. I respect Mike Hartwick for building Churchill Mortgage 30 years strong. So rental property is where it's at. And in property itself right now, there's a lot of things that a tremendous gentleman, the CEO of Andrew Womack Ministries, Billy Eberhardt, taught me, and that is, you know, how many days on market are the houses? Because the longer the days are on market before they're sold, the better opportunity you have as a buyer. Also, he shares with me, hey, the price, if the price is low enough that it doesn't exceed a certain multiple level of the local income, it's a great time to buy. And then as well, how much you can rent, what's the capitalization rate. I mean, all of these work in your favor when there's more homes, which there are right now. They're on the market for longer periods of time. And because there's so many, they're selling for less. It's just a tremendous, exciting formula for buyers, as you can tell how excited I am. But median sales price, this segment, this is what I want to focus on. It is always a good time to buy real estate, but there is good times during the year and bad times during the year. I've never bought a house anywhere in June, July, or August, ever, and I've had well beyond 15 homes in my life, but the winter is always a good time, and if you want to have the lifestyle that no one else has, you have to be able to do what no one else does, and that's time the market, time where within the Pikes Peak region you want to buy, Stetson Hills is an okay area, Ivy Wild, Old Colorado City, west of I-25, up against the mountains is a phenomenal area. And we still have, even for this month, prices are 4% higher than they were this time last year. They're just not 15%. And they were 15% higher comparing this last January to the previous. And in November and December, they might just be flat for what they were last year. Wouldn't you want to immediately grab opportunity well beyond what you could have done last year because you not only had that same price, but you had to ask over the listed asking price. That's what I'm telling you is the median and average sales price. So don't go anywhere. I am going to sum up and tell you the big takeaways for this conversation about an economic update completing out October. We're into the fourth quarter and call me at 719-330-1457 to help you through your mortgage and real estate process and also sign up for my very last investment property class of the year, invitation only, free value worth $99 happening the 6th of December. Call me now, 330-1457, back after these messages. song I wrote, you might want to sing it note for note, don't worry, be happy. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk. 
Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m. Here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 12:40 a.m. and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin's. We want to pop you up. Well, thank you so much for sticking with me to close out our hour-long conversation. If you're just joining me for three to eight minutes while you're between gymnastics practice and home, our Home Depot and your job site, I want to tell you my name is Jay. I'm talking today about post-election economic update. The election is a reality and it's done. It scares me a little bit because there's a uh, mandate or an approval of the agenda that administration has had over the last two years of spending more money, having open borders, taxing businesses more, redistributing wealth more. I am a capitalist, and this has me concerned. I don't foresee the mortgage interest rates or inflation coming down at all in 2023, and I pray to God there's a move with Congress trading power in parties from Democrat to Republican to kind of offset some of the idiocy that's been going on there. But here in the Pikes Peak region in Colorado, specifically in El Paso County and Colorado Springs, I'm very excited about who we are because we are a red raft, a conservative raft floating in a progressive blue Colorado ocean. The neck turns the head, and just like Arizona dictates a majority of what happens in Arizona, Denver dictates a majority of happens here. Same thing with Minneapolis and Minnesota. Same thing with Chicago and Illinois. The stories get old. But with the median price and the value of buying real estate, that still remains very, very strong. And I joke and say, go home today and divorce your landlord. Tell them that you're done paying for their future their retirement with your rental payment and marry go into a matrimonious relationship with a real estate purchase right now first time home buyer programs even telling people hey is your 401k really like a 301k instead of a 401k because it's not really what it used to be i'm telling people that let's get a strategy to cash that out take the penalty and you're still going to be ahead in real estate because this is considered a bad year folks right everybody will say ah not the best year ever real estate is still up 10 percent over average from last year how's your portfolios doing how's your stock how's your 401k if you even have it how's your credit card bills They're up higher now that people are dealing with inflation. But the positive thing is, is you can buy a house right now, 10%, a $300,000 home. And if you put $10,000 in, you'll get a $40,000 return next year in equity, interest for the mortgage, but the appreciation. And then if you have a renter, they're paying your mortgage payment. Where in the stock market, you put $10,000 in. If you're lucky, you can get 1100 maybe maybe 1000 as opposed to thirty or forty. That's what appreciation and equity does for you, let alone the return on investment, the ROI for a rental property. But finishing up the actual values and everything, I do want to tell you we're merging on a path right here. The summary for the economic update for October, the average price over this time last year, 
is still a 10.6% increase. I really believe that's going to stay flat now. We're not going to go negative in the fourth quarter. We'll just stay flat where values are where last year, maybe a 450 median house price, because the median has been 10.5% increase. But here's the point. In January, February, April, it was over 15%. April, May, and June, it fell from a 13%, a 15 to 13% increase from last year. Through July and August and September, it stayed in double digits where 13 went down to about 11%. But here's October, November, December. Where are we going to be? And I'm predicting that we're still going to be 10% up. And that's because inventory levels are 150% since last year. And that's like right there, Matt. Hallelujah. Give me a hallelujah, hallelujah there because that's huge. All we need is volume. Volume fixes things for home buyers, and we need more home buyers. Interest rates have settled back down to the 6% range. They did hit 7. This is really good news that we're turning the corner. But the biggest takeaway that I want you to take from this entire conversation we've had is time is running out. This is your opportunity if you're a brand new investment property connoisseur. If you've been holding off for three years because prices are too high, act now and ignore the obnoxious interest rates because you want to marry your home but date your rate. I guarantee you 100% of the people that I've helped this year, over 60, are going to thank me, especially if you buy in the correct zip code or correct neighborhood. But the second thing I would want you to know in big takeaways from this conversation is time is limited. So many people have the ability to embrace a vision. And the vision is that when others are fearful, you want to be aggressive and greedy. And people are fearful right now. And as soon as the media and inflation and the talking heads start to talk about things being better, and we start to see it, and people start to believe it, there's going to be a slinky, fast, slow, fast, slow, horrendously fast wave again towards purchasing and prices are going to go up again. So if you have any interest in investment property ownership at all, now is the time to call. I've only got one more class available this year and that's on Tuesday the 6th of December. I've only got four spots left. I only have 15 that I allow to come into these classes anymore. One of the best things I learned from COVID is don't teach to 40 people because nobody learns or listens. One-on-one interaction changes lives. I've done it over 50 times, middle-class millionaires, but over 1,100 times in helping people buy an investment property. Or if you or your adult child neighbor friend is just a first-time home buyer, that's okay. Give me a call at 719 330 one four five seven. I'll give you a one-on-one consult for 30 minutes. I did it just this week with Heidi and walk you through a plan, a plan to become a homeowner. And if you're retired and you already own a home and you're over 62 and your budget's getting tight, call me about a reverse mortgage. Not to start it, just understand it. The home equity conversion mortgage. And as I state at the end of every show and conversation I have, go grow and prosper. Tell someone close to you that you love them because that's all that matters in the end. And if you've not found your passion, your calling, and your purpose, stop right now what you're doing. Pray to God that he would give you that vision inside your head and pursue it because that's what I found with you, the radio listener. People that I would serve and give thanks for every day. 
Tune in next week as I talk about giving thanks. You've been listening to The Jay Garner Show. Still don't know what I was waiting for And my time was running wild And me in dead end streets And every time I thought I got it made It seemed the taste was not so sweet the proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. Oh,